accommodation for evicted people, although they have to do this within available resources. It says the city of Cape Town has a duty to provide accommodation for a group of workers evicted from a bricks manufacturing farm in Wolverifir. The court further ruled that the accommodation offered by the city was not suitable. Angela Bolwana has more. The case between Isaac Baron and others versus Clayta Pty revolved around what constituted suitable accommodation. This follows the refusal of the workers to leave the premises of the brick manufacturer after their contracts expired. The city of Cape Town offered the group accommodation, but the workers refused it, saying it was not suitable as it was far from their current work, from their children's schools, and the structures were not satisfactory. The units at Wolverifier are at 26.5 meters square image housing structure which consists of prefabricated light gauge steel structure with corrugated cladding. The court ruled that the city is obliged to offer alternative accommodation but it's unreasonable for the evictees to keep rejecting the city's offer until they're satisfied. The court has ruled that the accommodation offered by the city is suitable and the evictees must vacate the current premises in three months. Angela Bologna, CBC News, Johannesburg. We're now on the line to uh Pepelapi Dube, who's the director of the Centre for Constitutional Rights. Uh, a very good evening to you and thank you so much for speaking to us. Is this a landmark ruling or was there already some kind of basis to rule in this direction? Well, there are two points to it. And good afternoon. Thank you for having me. I think the first point, and it's a point that really doesn't come as much of a surprise, but it's just the court's affirmation that the state has a duty to provide um, or to progressively realize the right to accommodation, the right to housing, and within available resources. But perhaps what is of interest here is the fact that um, the applicant had initially rejected the alternative accommodation that the city of Cape Town had offered them. And the court really for the first time basically came to a point where the court said, well, you can't keep on picking and choosing the sort of accommodation that you want. Enough is enough. You have to accept what the city has put in place Mm. for you. But how do you understand from a legal perspective what is suitable accommodation? Well, suitable accommodation as as decided by the courts in various matters appears to be a case-by-case deliberation. So there isn't a set standard on what exactly um, would would suffice to be a suitable accommodation. So, for example, in this particular case, the applicants were actually first offered accommodation in Delft, and Delft is a low-income neighborhood in Cape Town, and the applicants had refused to live in Delft. And then the second offer, which was the offer which which was the offer at the center of the dispute was in Volver um, Riviere, and this is really an informal settlement. And this sort of um, accommodation that the city w- w- was offering was basically um, corrugated, uh, corrugated um, cladding. But then the court considered the fact that this area already had water, it had sanitation, it had electricity, and it had roads. So in that sense, it was a much better form of suitable accommodation rather than the first place that they had been offered in Delft. And on that basis, the court had said that this, for the purposes of this particular judgment, that is what is meant by suitable accommodation. But I think the judgment itself was quite clear in that the court's 
doesn't want to put it, itself into a box and actually define what exactly was meant by suitable accommodation. So I think it's going to be one of those things that we're going to be grappling with in the legal context for quite a long time. Thank you so much for speaking to us and also sharing your insights.